0: Oh, shucks, I can't dance. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Stories from the Open Gov, a podcast dedicated to telling the stories about what open government and open data look like. My name is Richard Pietro, and for this season I'm going solo, because I'd like to try something different. It's an idea that was born from my Festivus Open Government Airing of Grievances videos from December 2019. In one of those videos, I make the comment that Canada's Open Government Action Plan is a 59 page document that will give people a more engaging, accountable, and transparent government. That was probably read by maybe a thousand people. Meanwhile, the god awful movie Jack and Jill is a 90-page document that, thanks to a significant creative and marketing investment, grossed $150 million and was watched by millions of people. So I thought, what if I were to record myself reading the Canadian Open Government Action Plan and, you know, make it more of a performance than just a straight read, a kind of audible Open Gov. Well, this is what this is. So please, enjoy part one, a spicy reading of the Canadian Open Government Action Plan. The Open Government Action Plan begins with a message from the President of the Treasury Board and Minister of Digital Government, who at the time was the Honourable Scott Bryson. I am pleased to present Canada's 2018-2020 National Action Plan on Open Government. Building on the foundation of our first three plans, this plan launches 10 new commitments while continuing to promote openness, transparency, and accountability in the government of Canada. Open government plays a critical role in ensuring citizens are served by their governments in ways that are responsive, efficient, and fair. It connects people to the governments who serve them and helps make policies and services more citizen-centered. This plan is an example of open government. In our most ambitious public engagement process to date, it was developed with contributions from thousands of Canadians. More than 10,000 people from coast to coast provided their ideas and suggestions online and in person. I want to thank everyone who participated in helping to shape the future of open government in Canada. In 2018-2019, Canada is also leading the global open government movement as co-chair of the International Open Government Partnership. In this role, we have committed to a vision of open government that focuses on three priorities. Inclusion, participation, and impact. The 2018-2020 National Action Plan on Open Government complements and supports our international activities It outlines how we'll improve financial transparency, upgrade our digital services, and keep making government more open for Canadians. I invite you to read this plan and see for yourselves what we'll be doing over the next two years to reinvent government for the digital era. The Honorable Scott Bryson, President of the Treasury Board and Minister of Digital Government. Next for the Open Government Action Plan is a letter from the Multi-Stakeholder Forum on Open Government. The Multi-Stakeholder Forum on Open Government is a group of eight civil society representatives and four federal government officials who provide input and advice on the development and implementation of the Government of Canada's open government activities. Multi-stakeholder forums of this type are an international best practice and the Open Government Partnership requires that all member countries maintain a forum to enable regular multi-stakeholder consultations on OGP implementation. Canada's Multi-Stakeholder Forum on Open Government is a unique platform for strengthening open government across Canada. It provides for ongoing and continuous engagement and dialogue between government and civil society. Its creation represents an earnest attempt at co-creating and building a common platform for shaping and influencing the actions and policies of government. This is the first year that the MSF has been in place to guide the development of one of Canada's open government plans it has played a central role in developing Canada's 2018-2020 National Action Plan on Open Government. The next paragraph is called Establishing the MSF, which of course, MSF stands for Multi-Stakeholder Forum. The MSF launched in late 2017. The MSF emerged from sustained calls from the Open Government community for such a forum. It was also a top recommendation from the OGP's independent review mechanism. To create the MSF, a group of dedicated volunteers ran an open process across the country to identify the right mix of people to advance discussions. Establishing the MSF was based on the recognition that the open government movement is meant to be a dialogue between partners inside and outside government. Sometimes this dialogue takes the form of collaboration And sometimes it means responding to constructive critiques. The next paragraph is called The Role of the MSF in Developing the National Action Plan. Launching the 2018 2020 National Action Plan on Open Government offers an opportunity to take stock of how the MSF is working. It provides an important opportunity to assess whether we are being successful in reflecting Canadians' needs into open government commitments. It is also an opportunity to provide the MSF's assessment of the plan and the development process for the plan. We'll be clear. We view the current status of our collaboration as a starting point. This has been a learning year. It has allowed us to identify many challenges for meaningful collaboration and co-creation, but we remain committed to the vision of the MSF. It can provide an opportunity for its members to better understand each other's realities and concerns and to explore how to work together. We appreciate that everyone came to the table with deep expertise, sharp insights, and a commitment to work together. From the government perspective, we learned that we need to do far more to secure a deep and meaningful commitment to the MSF process across the entire government. We need to find a way to connect the work of the MSF to decision points for the many programs and policies that run in parallel to open government. This means that we need to align our work more closely to budget cycles and policy development processes. We also need to do a better job to ensure that public servants understand that open government is not a box to be checked off, but rather a new way to do things. It is a new lens through which we can review our goals, our methods, our processes, our accomplishments, and even our failures. We need to enshrine the principle of genuine openness between collaborative partners. This is not only about listening. It's about acting. From the civil society perspective, there was a sense that the 2018-2020 National Action Plan Initiative was not ready for incorporating civil society contributions into the process. Initial timelines for deliverables and public engagement were tight. Expectations to have access to public officials in various key departments were high, and there was a realistic belief that the pent-up collection of previously recommended but unaddressed commitments would be foundational components of the 2018-2020 plan. It was a challenge for the civil society members, both volunteering their limited time and potentially compromising the reputation in the broader civil society community to remain committed and actively engaged in the process. Civil society members contributing to the 2018-2020 plan had to rationalize that the process was an important, and necessary growing pain to establish a more fruitful foundation for future National Action Plans. The next paragraph is called, Results, Learning to Work Together. From the perspective of the MSF as a whole, we did not reach consensus on the direction of the National Action Plan, or even how it should be developed, But we still believe in the value of this process and the possibilities it raises. We believe in the value of co-creating and we think that we have taken meaningful steps and learned important lessons to realize that value. The government members found the MSF helpful in creating momentum around particular commitments to chart bolder paths forward. The civil society members of the MSF appreciated that the government members were truly committed to the principles of open government and collaboration and actively sought to understand civil society's concerns and frustrations. We recognize that members have different roles as both part of the MSF and as officials, advocates, and leaders in other capacities. As such, members continue to be free to express their thoughts about the National Action Plan and to advocate for the progress they want to see. The 2018-2020 National Action Plan is undoubtedly better because of the MSF and its discussions. That said, we recognize that there is room for improvement and progress. It is precisely that belief that drives the open government movement that we can always do better. We hope that the MSF can build on what we've accomplished, mature into a stronger body, and drive ambitious open government reforms that have a lasting and meaningful impact on Canadians' lives. The next paragraph is called Introduction. Open government is an approach to governance that focuses on transparency, accountability, and citizen participation. The government of Canada is committed to open government, We have made good progress in recent years working with partners in government and civil society across canada and around the world to support and promote the principles of open government but we need to do more this 2018-2020 national action plan on open government is our commitment to the people of canada and our plan for how we will continue to raise the bar on open government this plan comes at a moment of global importance for the open government movement. Rapid, digital progress is increasing people's expectations for their governments. Citizens want us to show we are ready and capable and we'll look out for them. Taking action to build public trust in government institutions is of ongoing importance. Open government can be an important way to renew that trust. It can show how governments are working, how they seek to understand citizens' needs, and how they serve those needs. It can also help to keep governments honest and accountable. At the same time as open government is growing in international importance, it is also undergoing a significant shift. Early open government reforms focused on publishing more government data and information. For governments, the goal was simply to open up as much information as possible with the expectations that citizens would do the rest. More and more, governments are recognizing that they need to provide the tools that make government information and data useful and reusable for everyone. The information and data governments provide need to be published in a way that makes them accessible and usable by everyone. There is also greater focus on the importance of citizen participation in government decision-making processes. Governments must not only hear citizens' questions and concerns, they must listen to them and take steps to address them. Most importantly, there is a growing recognition that government is not open unless it is open to everyone. When governments open up opportunities for citizens to speak up and participate, they need to ensure that all people can make their voices heard. It is critical that governments design public engagement processes that are welcoming to communities and that have too often been marginalized or underrepresented. As the government of Canada continues to expand and transform its open government efforts, we always come back to our core definition of what it is we want to achieve. A governing culture that fosters greater openness and accountability enhances citizen participation in policymaking and service design, and creates a more efficient and responsive government. But this next stage is about enshrining open government into everything we do. It is about shifting the capabilities, behaviors, and processes, and making government open by default. The next section is called Progress Achieved to Date. Canada's commitment to open government is reflected in the sustained, incremental progress that has brought together partners from across the government of Canada and in governments and civil society organizations across the country. As part of the implementation of our 2016-2018 National Action Plan, we took significant steps to make government more open, including bullet one. Establishing a multi-stakeholder forum on open government, bringing together government and civil society representatives to provide strategic direction for our work. Bullet 2. Increasing the transparency of information on grants and contributions using a collaborative approach. Bullet 3. Publishing the full data tables from the federal budget just one week after the tabling of the budget in the House of Commons. And bullet four, creating a new search function on open.canada.ca, allowing users to search through Government of Canada and Government of Alberta data through a single site. The bullets end at this point. In all, we were able to complete implementation of 16 of the 22 commitments in our 2016-2018 plan, and significant progress was made on the other six commitments. You can learn more about our successes and the lessons we learn in our end-of-term self-assessment report. The 2016-2018 plan gave us an important framework to guide our open government efforts, but it could never capture all that the government of Canada is doing to advance openness. As of September 2018, there are 67 departments and agencies contributing data and information to the open.canada.ca Open Government Portal. Over the last three years alone, the Government of Canada has done more than 300 public consultations to ensure our work meets the needs and expectations of Canadians. And through learning materials, workshops, and training sessions, we have reached thousands of public servants to help them understand how they can make their work more open and accountable to Canadians. Other notable actions taken by the Government of Canada to enhance openness during the 2016-2018 period include, bullet one, the Treasury Board of Canada Secretariat launched its OpenGovCAN Twitter account, allowing Canadians to keep up with our work and learn more about open government in Canada and around the world. Bullet 2. Library and Archives Canada launched Colab, a tool that allows any Canadian to contribute to making history more accessible by transcribing, tagging, translating, and describing digitized images in Library and Archive Canada's collection. Bullet 3. Changes were made to the House of Commons standing orders to better align the federal budget and estimates processes ensuring Canadians and parliamentarians have more accurate, detailed information and they are better able to hold government to account for how it spends taxpayer dollars. And bullet four. Departments and agencies across the government of Canada held dozens of public consultations on issues as diverse as the legalization of cannabis. A new government of Canada social innovation, and social finance strategy, the protection of oceans, the government of Canada's approach to big data and innovation, the transition to a low-carbon energy future, and the federal budget. This is where the bullets end, and a new section begins called Canada's Global Open Government Leadership. Canada's accomplishments in open government have been recognized on a global scale. In March 2017, Canada was elected to the steering committee of the Open Government Partnership for a three-year term. The OGP is the leading global forum on open government issues. It works with member governments around the world to create concrete commitments to make governments more inclusive, responsive, and accountable. They provides structure to Canada's open government work through their two-year national action plan process, which allows us to make commitments and report regularly on how we are following through on those commitments. In September 2017, Canada accepted the role of co-chair of the OGP Steering Committee. This is a position of unprecedented leadership for Canada in the global open government community. Canada is honoured to serve as lead government co-chair of the OGP Steering Committee from October 2018 to October 2019. The Government of Canada will work in close collaboration with our Civil Society co-chair, Nathaniel Heller, Executive Vice President, for Integrated Strategies at Results for Development. In October 2018, we released our OGP co-chair strategy, which included our priorities of inclusion, participation, and impact. We also committed to reporting publicly on progress on our leadership commitments. Canada also announced that we would host an OGP Global Summit in May 2019, welcoming the world to Ottawa to share experiences and face common challenges in open government. The next section is called Developing Canada's Plan for 2018 to 2020. From November 2017 to April 2018, the Government of Canada conducted an extensive public engagement process to understand Canadians' priorities and expectations with regard to the fourth plan. This was the Open Government team's most ambitious public engagement event to date. You can find more information about this process in our What We Heard Summary Report. In total, more than 10,000 people participated through in-person and online events, providing suggestions and ideas for the 2018-2020 plan. In-person events were held in 14 cities across Canada and online events included a Reddit discussion, webinars on key thematic areas, an online questionnaire, and an ongoing Twitter dialogue. Ideas were also submitted via email and online through open.canada.ca. In the course of the consultation, over 5,000 ideas and comments were received from Canadians across the country. The next section is called Multi-Stakeholder Forum on Open Government. In addition to the extensive public engagement process, Government of Canada officials also engage with civil society representatives through Canada's Multi-Stakeholder Forum on Open Government. Launched in January 2018, the Multi-Stakeholder Forum is composed of 12 members, eight from civil society and four from the Government of Canada. The forum supports ongoing dialogue between government and Canadian civil society on open government. Its mandate is to provide input and advice on the government of Canada's commitments on open government, identify new areas of focus, and build the open government community across Canada. Civil society members of the multi-stakeholder forum identified a number of key action areas for inclusion in the National Action Plan, such as access to information, feminist open government, and beneficial ownership transparency. The multi-stakeholder forum met in person or via teleconference regularly to discuss the broad direction of the plan, as well as individual elements of commitments. The next section is called Feminist and Inclusive Peer Review. As we began the process of developing our National Action Plan, the open government team discussed options for ensuring that the commitments in the plan reflected the needs and expectations of underrepresented communities, including equity-seeking groups like women, girls, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and two-spirit LGBTQ2 people, racialized communities, persons with disabilities, young Canadians, low-income Canadians, and others for the first time ever the government of Canada has undertaken a gender-based analysis plus GBA plus assessment of its open government action plan which can find in annex B it is an important way to examine how various intersecting identity factors might impact the effectiveness of our open government work furthermore Taking on board the advice of the multi-stakeholder forum, we recognized the need to engage external experts in constructing a GBA plus assessment to ensure commitments reflected broader expertise in exclusive and feminist policy making. We therefore decided to reach out to four experts to ask them to conduct peer review of our draft national action plan make recommendations, and suggest changes. Our four peer reviewers were Nazma Ahmed, facilitator and developer, Elodie Joy Jacquet, dialogue and public engagement consultant, SFU Morris J. Wask Center for Dialogue, Sadia Muzaffar, tech entrepreneur, author, and advocate, Leslie Shade, professor and associate dean, University of Toronto, The full input provided by our peer reviewers can be found in our What We Heard report. This peer review process influenced the way we wrote our commitments and the way we understood the key principles underlying all of our work. The next section is called From Comments to Commitments. Based on the input received through the public engagement process, the multi-stakeholder forum, and the feminist and the inclusive peer review, the open government team worked closely with departments across the government of Canada to develop 10 draft National Action Plan commitments. Where possible, Commitment Text was co-created, drafted in collaboration with both internal government and external civil society partners. These 10 draft National Action Plan commitments were made publicly available and over a three-week period, Canadians were invited to provide their thoughts on the draft commitments. Almost 600 comments and ideas were received, which have helped to improve and shape the plan's final commitments. The commitments in our 2018-2020 plan cover a wide range of areas, and each commitment includes specific milestones and success indicators. We believe we have drafted an ambitious, forward-thinking action plan that not only reflects the OGP values of transparency, accountability, and participation, but also reflects our co-chair priorities of inclusion, participation, and impact. We look forward to working with our partners throughout the federal government, across Canada, and around the world to implement these commitments between now and August thirty-first, 2020. The next section is called our guiding principles. What is captured in the commitments below are the specific actions we will take to make government more open. But we also know that there are core principles that we must apply to all our open government initiatives. These are the principles that will guide our work every day, through every step, in every process we take. Bullet 1. Inclusion. The inclusion of citizens in decision-making processes is the core of democracy. In all our work, we will be inclusive and welcoming of everyone with special focus on supporting meaningful participation from communities who are marginalized, at risk, or left out of government decisions. Bullet 2. Gender Equity. We know that the commitments in our plan may affect different people in different ways based on various aspects of their individual identities. We are committed to the inclusion of women, girls, and non-binary people in all open government activities, and we will apply an intersectional lens to all commitments and open government activities. Bullet 3. Accessibility. We will continue to ensure that the open information and data we provide and our public engagement activities are accessible to all using a variety of in-person and online platforms to reach a wide audience of Canadians. Bullet 4. User-centric thinking. We know that governments sometimes work and communicate in ways that are hard for Canadians to understand. We will work to communicate in plain language, and we will think about our intended audience when we publish new information. We will also work to design programs and services that respond to the needs of Canadians, and we will talk to Canadians to understand those needs. Bullet 5. Reconciliation We must do more to ensure that our open government work reflects the needs and expectations of our partners in First Nations, Inuit, and Métis communities across the country. The implementation of all our commitments will be guided by Canada's renewed nation-to-nation relationship with Indigenous peoples. We will also be guided by the fundamental principle of nothing about us without us, so that all programs Policies and services affecting Indigenous peoples are designed in consultation and in collaboration with them. Bullet 6. Collaboration The global open government movement is only as powerful as the people that fuel it. Our progress is made more meaningful and ultimately more sustainable if we remain open to a diversity of views and experiences and that we learn from each other. We will work in collaboration with partners inside and outside government across Canada and around the world. We will identify best practices, share lessons learned, and support each other to open up government and better serve citizens. We will be learning along the way and sharing these lessons as our efforts will help shape a new way for government to work. This concludes Season 2, Episode 1 of Stories from the Open Gov. Next episode, I'll continue with my reading of the 2018 2020 Canadian Open Government Action Plan. And this is where the plan really gets into the nitty gritty and offers the milestones and the signs of success. In the meantime, leave me a rating or a comment about the episode or the podcast. And learn more about OpenGov and open data by visiting my website at reopengov.org. Thank you for listening, and let's make it open.